Hey guys, and welcome to an episode of Folders and Backwards, your Mint Morning Solo Cypher. It's your girl, you surely will be read. And uh, this is going to be a hard one today. So, um, I want to talk about my fucking cat, Spirit, my cat baby. I lost her yesterday, y'all. That's why I couldn't record. Instead, I could fucking really compose myself. And even today, I'm... I'm stronger, but I'm still so fucked up. But I'm not going to get emotional, and I'm definitely not going to sit here and be all fucking sad. Plus, I had my cat for over 14 years. And she was mean, but she was so pretty, and she was smart. And I absolutely loved her. People made fun of me all the time because I consider her my baby. Like, literally, before I gave birth to my actual daughter, my biological daughter, Spirit was my daughter. Like, I had her whole life. She laid on my chest. She slept in my bed. And it's a lot I'm going to have to get used to with her not being here. But the purpose wasn't just to share memories. It was to share my experience of losing her. As with most people, death brings the reality. The realness of how temporary this bum-ass fucking physical experience is. And I guess we be needing that sometimes. We get comfortable in this existence. We get comfortable in the familiarity of everything. And we get comfortable with people, places, and things. And in a sense, we forget that our time with them, our time there is not fucking forever. Funny things I always had an issue with forever and I didn't realize until yesterday that my problem with forever is that it's not physical. Nothing physical can last forever. We will lose everything. The trees will lose their leaves. We will lose our loved ones. It's part of the cycle. And I mean, forever is a curse, so I'm grateful for death. I'm grateful for the fact that we get to evolve and transmute and become different beings in different times and have different experiences. It's all part of the expansion of consciousness. But when you are in a physical body and you love another physical body and that physical body expires, it's hard. I've lost a son. He was only 36 hours old. So some people, I'm only saying this because I know some uncompassionate people who are not used to having empathetic feelings will be like, well, it was a fucking cat. It doesn't matter. I've literally lost a child. I know what loss feels like. It feels the same. So I was telling my mom yesterday, it's crazy. There's really no difference. Whether it's a person, whether it's an animal, a friend, a foe, death is death and death hurts. If you truly, truly, truly love somebody, love something, it hurts. And I just wanted to take an opportunity to remind people that, that life is temporary and Nothing or no one is guaranteed, but for so long, 
and you do, you got to take advantage of time. You got to take advantage of situations. You got to just take advantage of presence or sharing time and space with somebody, with something, with anyone. That shit should always be meaningful. I think we take it to it. We take advantage of it too often. And even those of us, because I think I'm pretty good with letting people know how I feel and how much I care about them, how important they are to me. For, the, for what it's worth, I'm good with my pets like that too. I know my baby died knowing that I love her. She died in my arms. Her last breath was taken with me looking at her eyes. So she knows she was loved from the beginning to the end. And that shit is vital. And you can't take that back. You can't. No, I'm filming. Oh, sorry. But, yeah, you just, you, you gotta be more aware in your present moment that this really could just be a moment. And even more so, I think the biggest thing I want to share in regards to losing my baby is the fire that that shit lit under my ass, y'all. Realistically, since my son died, I haven't lost anybody that like hit my soul like that. I lost my stepfather last year, but I had a, a opportunity to mentally prepare for that. You know what I'm saying? When you know somebody is sick, you can prepare. Crazy thing is I knew my cat was sick. And I've been preparing myself for like two months to say goodbye to her. But when yesterday happened, it happened. And I wasn't prepared. But, um, yeah, I recall that the most, as far as energetic signatures, emotions, what I was going through, because heartbroken it doesn't make any sense to say obviously the loss of a child will leave you heartbroken but it lit a fire lit a passion it made me want to live harder stronger faster and longer than i had ever wanted to live before i wanted to do more i wanted to see more i wanted to experience so much more because my baby didn't get to 36 hours old he never had a problem, never had a care in the world, never had a goal, never had a dream. Like, he was literally only on primal instincts, hunger, warmth, human touch. So knowing that he was a prophet so much, it did. It lit a fuel fire under me for the last 16 years. That fire has been burning. And at the past in the spirit, that shit. Got a whole rainforest don't under it. I have so much I have to do, so much I want to do, so much I need to do, so much I deserve to do before this fucking festival life is over. I can't get lost in sadness and mourn and spend days and weeks like I did with my son. I was fucked up. My son died. It took probably like two years for me to get my life back together. I don't have that time. I'm not 19. I'm 36. I'll be 37 in less than two months. I have a 20-year-old and a 9-year-old. I have examples to set. I have goals to meet. As much as I am building and solidifying shit, I am still one of the worst Browns fucking New York City housing projects, Brownsville, that 
it's out here. I have to go. I have to become an owner. I'm getting spirit cremated. But if I own my own home already, my baby will already be in my backyard or my front yard by my flowers or my weed plant. And, you know, losing her made me realize that I have too much that I can't afford to not have. By the time my next loss comes, I have one cocoa down, my corgi. I gotta do what I gotta do for me. We have one house Things that I don't want a traditional burial. I want to be buried under a tree, preferably an ebony tree. Mm. But get wrapped in it. If I got my own property, guess how much more likely that is to happen for me. See what I'm saying? I just needed to get this out. I appreciate y'all for listening. Love those who love you, white pan. Love yourself. And love life in every form or shape there is. Because this is a shared existence. And I am I am honored, grateful, and blessed that been able to raise that cat and love that cat and be harassed by that fucking cat. She's bad, y'all. She was so pretty girl and I absolutely I love her to death. Just as much as I love her life. Love those who you have the opportunity to love while you have the opportunity to love them. Do things while you have the opportunity to do them. Conquer fears, make mistakes, learn lessons, swim in oceans, climb mountains. Just live. Because everything you don't get to do, somebody is gonna, somebody who loves you is gonna feel obligated or overwhelmed with the fact that it should have gotten done and wanna do it for you. And then that's building stuff on their, you know, their life and spiritual journey that might not have needed to been put if we would have did it ourselves. And for everyone who can do something with someone they love, do it with them while you can. I got to take a vacation with my mom this year. I got to start taking Coco to the fucking vet more often. Or rather, find her a regular vet for off the regular checkups. Don't wait till things are too late to want to do them, to figure I should have did them, to regret not being able to do them. When my stepfather died last year, I literally smiled knowing I was able to tell him how much I loved him. I was able to tell him how much I appreciated him. I was able to tell him how detrimental it was that he was so much younger than my mother and he was still basically living his youth, trying to be somebody's stepdad and fucking being petty mom, petty, getting on my motherfucking nerve my whole teenage life. But I got to tell him that. We got to laugh about it. He got to apologize and admit that he was just being a jerk. Because he was. He was young, too. That's why most 20-something, 30-year-old men are assholes. 
he was no exception. But we got to talk about that though. And on the day he died, I didn't have any regrets. It was nothing that I didn't that I didn't say to him that I wanted to say. I didn't worry that he did that he thought I was mad at him or didn't know that I loved him. He knew how I felt. He knew I loved him. He knew I appreciated him. And even though spirit verbally didn't say it, as she gasped for her last breath, when she found that peace of calm, and we just looked and locked eyes, and I told her how much I loved her. I felt her tell me how much she loved me. And I know she knew. And I believe that's why she was able to go so peacefully that moment. Because she knew she was loved. And she knew she had loved. All right, y'all, I'm fucked up. I'm going to stop now. Because I'm saying, yeah, I'm supposed to be stronger. I was in that all day yesterday. I'm going to be stronger today. I'm going to be stronger. The new products are out. I got to do a photo shoot. I got to do some running for my daughter. Love those who love y'all. I got a chance, okay? Much I say. Namaste.